What's in the queue? 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 Oh yeah, that was the time I fangirled over a chef. <laughs> I love that you're like, I duck. You don't, you can't, there's no hiding you. Okay, listen, I may be six feet tall, but I am bendy and stretchy That's and true. I can fold myself into compact positions. Okay? I found it! Sorry. <laughs> um, uh, uh. Sorry. I just totally forgot everything I was going to say. <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to say good things now. No, no, no oh, it's fine. Oh, oh, freaking robots that are going to murder us all. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. So you, you so you did finish Black Mirror. I did finish Black Mirror. The bees tripped me out the most. Okay. Um, Because, well, what the shit, man? I already don't like bees. Really? I mean, I. I like their purpose. Sure. But I don't like them. Okay. Because, you know, it okay. hurts. Ow. I, I've never been stung. Oh, I take that back. I'm sorry, bees. It wasn't you that stung me. I got stung by a stupid freaking uh, hornet or oh, wasp. yeah. Mowing the grass. Dicks. And I was like, oh, well, I'm done mowing the grass for the day. Um, but, so the bee thing just creeped me out. Because it's like a small thing, and then it's like, ooh, it just went up their nose, and just, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, so but if I don't... you haven't watched Black Mirror, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Get get out of here. Um, oh, I'll tell you what else I watched. Speaking of uh, celebrating Black History Month, so mm-hmm. watching good uh, movies and stuff like that with black actors and all this stuff. Uh, Mudbound, which is a Netflix show. Okay. Very nice, very upsetting, very good, all the things. Okay. Um, I've also been checking out, if you're into, like, 2020-style, like, investigative reporting things, um, I have been doing The Naked Truth. Um, all the episodes are about 40-ish minutes. Okay. Everything. I mean, I've watched about... Um, Evil Fraternities. Um, I've watched about um, the fentanyl crisis. Um, The District of Cannabis, since we were just talking about D.C. and their crazy cannabis laws. Okay. Um, So if you like that kind of, you know, just little mini docs. Okay. Interview, interviewee, little exploratory, you know, just kind of like a chill Sunday, lazy day. Sure. Get some information. Those that's a good one. Okay. Wait, wait. Yeah, we make quite the drinking pair tonight. Yeah. I hope you don't mind another hard cider. I just no. I, I did not have the energy to open a bottle, and with me drinking whiskey and tea, because that's the kind of shape I'm in right well, now. Well, it's very southern of you. Hot tot is. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean you're expanding my uh, palate. Yeah. Every time I come over. Every time you come over. Yeah, almost every time you come over, you try something new. Um, mm, I'm going to make you try mm. a red wine someday red, soon. Red Because today at lunch, Mom had this Montepulciano from Italy that was just mwah, oh. to die for. Nice. Um, okay, so hey, while we're setting up, yeah, what did I do with my phone? 
Don't know, don't care. I was gonna go read those Amazon reviews, but no, that's girl, okay. no, it's worth. Is it okay? Click it's on. worth. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna look up some of these reviews. Um, so Amazon, sugar free. Uh-huh. Oh, it's our it, yeah fourth search down. Yeah. Yes. The internet. Oh, it's not that brand. I thought it was that brand. It is not. It is that brand, which is made around these parts, Wait. by the way. Oh. Assuming this is the one. Oh, the gummy bear cleanse? Oh, <laughs> surely this is going to be great. Um, so this person wrote, oh man, words cannot express what happens to me after eating these sugar-free gummy bears. Uh-huh. Uh, the gummy bear cleanse if you are someone that can tolerate the sugar substitute, enjoy. If you are like the dozens of people that tried my order, run. <laughs> oh. Literally. Oh, that gif is not gonna... <laughs> nope. Mm. Uh, I think it's a thing um, with sugar-free. Okay. Anything sugar-free, if you eat like a <laughs> milligram too much... I was gonna say an American serving size. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I I wish I could remember, like, the full thing of the one I I, I read, because, I mean, it was probably, like, a good six paragraphs, very, Uh um, beautifully written about the hell that they went through living on their toilet. Oh my, well, one guy did say, full disclosure, I'm writing this review, on my toilet, yeah. where I have been off and on for the past three hours. Today at work, I decided that I would be a brave boy and push the limits of my body. Oh, so he ate roughly 25 to 30 of these little cyanide pills. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. <laughs> well, now that my life has been enriched with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is some golly. whimsical whimsical reviews. Golly gee willikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. even know. First of all, I should have known that there's a sugar-free version of the candy because, I mean, this is America. There's a sugar-free version of everything and it's not good. Yeah. It's not healthy. No. Yeah. But if you ever need to get things moving. Hey, you know, uh, everyone always talks about, uh, you know, wanting to drop those last five pounds. <laughs> yeah, just, just poop them out. I mean, you'll... Yeah, you'll yeah. drop all of them. All of it. <laughs> it, it will be squeaky clean. That whiskey in there is strong. This could get interesting. This could get saying. interesting. Uh, I mean, would, would you, you say that you put in a shot worth? I put in a pour. A long pour? <laughs> yeah. I poured whiskey into the cup, and then I put tea and a hot, or, you know, a tea bag and some hot water. Oh, there's some honey in there, too, for, uh-huh. you know, make it sweet. <laughs> if I get sick, we're not friends. That's fine. Anyways. That's fine. Um, I, you know, we've been working too much. Um, I don't even have anything to say because... Well, like, my only cool thing was I went to the dealership, the car dealership, yes. Saturday after work with every intention of driving off that lot with a new car. Yeah. Um, had my had my car cleaned out except my good luck charms hanging on yeah. the windshield and my little cubby with like baby wipes and Kleenexes right. cuz kids, yeah. you know. Um went there, 
drove the car that like drove the version of the car that I want, Mm -hmm. but it was this weird red color that I didn't like at all. And so I walked out of there having basically signed a lease and just waiting on a car to get there. Like, Sweet. Yeah, I'll maybe have a new car on Tuesday or Wednesday. I'm excited. I'm super excited. Except for, I will tell you now that you're going to lease a vehicle. Mm-hmm. All sorts of road trips are going to... Yeah. All, all sorts well, of requirements of you driving places are yeah. going to start popping up because that's what's happening to me. Did you go with the 12,000 miles or the 15,000? Uh, 15. Okay. Because I'm also, I took the 15,000 option as well. Yeah. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, we are currently like uh, planning our summer vacation. Yes. Which now includes renting a car. Yep. Well, and that's why we're going to fly to yeah. Disney. Well, I am not as rich as you. That is fair, and we will discuss some stuff <laughs> when we are not being recorded. I um, I looked up prices for us to fly to where we're going, which I didn't think was going to be too bad. No. Yeah. I might as well fly to Hawaii. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I mean... I mean, you might as well. Just so it's clear. Yeah. It's $5,000 for us to fly to Hawaii. That's just, just, just flying. Damn. Yeah. 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 Orlando's a little cheaper. Yeah. Well, yeah. A wee bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, A little closer. It's whatever. Teensy, weensy. Yeah. Uh, I do have fond memories of flying to Disney. Yeah. Uh, I... the one that sticks out in my mind the most is my mother bought me brand new outfit, head to toe. I was rocking new shoes, new socks. Oh, snap. New undies, new shorts, new shirt. I was looking fly. I was going to Disney. Okay. Plane landed. I stood up. I threw up. Yeah. I was like, all right, Disney. Oh. Yeah. But Disney's magical. Didn't the vomit just, like, disappear off of your clothing as soon as you got on Disney property? Uh, well, really, it turned into, like, tiny little brooms, you know, like, from yeah. Fantasia. Yeah. And it cleaned itself up, so. Naturally. I mean, that's just magic, right? <laughs> Anyways. Oh. Hey, guess what? Hey, hey. It's what's in the queue. With Krishana and Emily. That's right. We're not your mom's Netflix. Nope. Mm-mm. But, uh, I'll tell you what. Yeah. Grab your head, make a fist, remember this, I'll tell it to the hot, I'll tell it to the cold, I'll tell it to the young, I'll tell it to the old. I don't want no laughing, I don't want no crying. Most of all, no signifying. Guys, Ooh. I wrote that down. I love you. I paused the documentary about 16 times to make sure I got it all right. Yes. Uh, we are watching Adjust Your Color, the truth, uh, the, yeah, the truth of Petey Green. Yeah. 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 Adorable documentary. Amazing dude. Yeah. Amazing dude. Oh, fashionable? Yes. Intelligent? Yes. Political? In your face. In your face, indeed. Um, Also, I would just like to say that if anyone comes across the chair that he sat in, Mm. I want it. Send it Mm. to me. I need it. That rattan one? Yeah. I have have like a mm, maybe second, first or second grade school picture. I'm in one of those. Yes. I need it. Spirits? It's either the spirits or the squirrels that live in the gutters. Spirit squirrels. Uh, <laughs> please be quiet so we can record. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. 
Uh, yeah, we're uh, gonna go in the way back. Way, way, way back. Way, way back to 1967 mm-hmm. through 1983. Get on this ride, and it's gonna be a funky, funky time. Get on that groovy ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, um, this is a documentary about Petey Green. He was a, uh, started out in, well, started out in prison. Went to radio, went to TV, yeah. went to BET. Yeah. Like, and the whole time used his voice to highlight issues of problems in, in his community and work to fix those problems. Yeah. And he was awesome at it. He was it. a freaking cool dude. I mean, if, if you're not really listening to him, you're just like taken back by what he's saying but if you're actually listening and paying attention to the words that are coming out of his mouth yes he is speaking such a deep level of truth yes that i mean i i was just like blown away like i watched this one three times did you i watched it i think i watched it two and a half times <sighs> that last time i kind of dozed off because i mean i made well, the, yeah. i made the mistake that you made last time about yes. i was sitting in bed and I had the blanket over my shoulders, and I wasn't laying down, but yeah. I definitely ended up leaning back a little too far. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I will say, I was um, surprised by Howard Stern's appearance. Oh, yeah. A uh, surprise. Howard Stern's in this, sort of. Yeah. Uh, uh. In, uh, I mean, in blackface. Yeah. Yeah. It's and a, and um, at first, like, you know, the always the first time when I'm watching it, I'm always more listening yes. than watching the first time. And uh, so I just caught me a little glance because I'm like, wait, I know that I know voice. That voice yeah. And I turn and I'm like, oh, sweet Jesus. Um, yeah. That's a little tidbit that they left out of Howard Stern's movie, didn't they? I think they did. Yeah. <laughs> to mention that part um yeah no um howard stern went on pd green's show mm-hmm. which i mean we'll get into a little bit of, of pd green's history here in a second but mm-hmm. yeah like one of the first things you see in the documentary is is howard stern in blackface uh doing all kinds of stereotypes yep yeah 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 and and, and at first i'm like why and i think you know, when you, after you watch it and you get to the second part where they have him on there and they're talking. He's talking in his, nor- in his, in Howard's voice. Yeah. Not this character that he's doing. Yeah. I, I think he, I mean, because all the things you see about Petey, you're like, why is he not literally punching this man in the face? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like all the things that you're going through and you're hearing Petey say, and you're hearing about where he came from and the things that he went through. And then you see Howard Stern like this, and you're just like, what's happening yeah. here? Like, how is he not just murdering him on TV? Yeah. Um, but you could see that Petey really did have, like, a relationship with Howard Stern. And, you know, and, yeah. and I think they kind of had that well, okayed have, together. They because had the of, shock jock yeah. method. Yeah. And I think part of it was trying to break that down, yes. break through that stereotype stuff, but in 
the Howard Stern type of way. And, right. and very much so Petey. I mean, they talk about Petey. He was the pioneer of that. Yeah. But he would never really call himself a shock jock. No, 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 no. But no. he had that. I mean, he was throwing out the words that Ooh, none that, dare shall say. I mean, we. I, I could have done an N-word count, but I don't think my pen would have had enough ink. No. <laughs> and that's all right. Hey. I mean, do... You, you do, do you. you. <laughs> I mean, because we're not. We're going to sit respectfully off to the side and, and applaud, your, yes. applaud your progress. Yes. Um, so, you know, talking about Petey growing up, his dad was in Alcatraz. Yes. Um, his mom was kind of in and out of prison, not really in his life. He was raised by his grandmother, who Whom he loved, loved dearly, and, and you could tell it. Yeah. yeah, she was very strict, but yeah. not in a mean way. She was like, basically wanted him to make something of himself and to and to really be a strong man well it's it's that it's i guess you could call it tough love i just call it straight up love because Mm -hmm. it's that love that uh, i exhibit in maybe an angry fashion when i yell at my kid to eat her vegetables and put her toys away like because i'm raising you to not be an asshole right so you need to learn how to do things the right way exactly yeah um and, and you know Petey talks about being extremely poor. Super poor. Super duper duper poor. Yeah, like to the point where I believe he said an aunt and an uncle came by and was like, well, we'll we'll give you some money and help you out and we'll take Petey off your hands. Yeah. And his grandma was like, you couldn't pay me a million bucks for that boy. Yeah. And like, that's and that, where he talks about yeah, he knew that he, knew he, he was, was special. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know... Being raised around a lot of crime and poverty, he himself um, fell into drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, he went off to the army. He was then... Uh, yeah, he, ser- he served in Korea as a teenager. Which is crazy. Yeah, didn't get busted for that, got busted for drugs. Yeah, yeah, discharged for drugs. Ended up uh, in jail in 1960 for armed robbery where they gave him 10 years. Um so, then you talk, you see a couple of former uh, inmates that were with him during that time and a couple of his friends talking about his time in prison, and I think that's where he really came into his own as far as, ah, I have this gift of gab. Yes. I, ha- I can reach people this way. I'm the smooth talker, which he was, they talk about, oh, he yeah. was always that way. He could always get you to the point where you're ready to punch him, and then he makes you laugh. Right. And he disarms you that way. Which um, is the, the I, I both love and hate. Yeah. Because I still want to punch you. Yeah. I still want to punch you, even yeah. though you made me laugh. Yeah. Um, so it seems like in prison, he really uh, perfected this craft. Yes. Um, um, had a radio show <laughs> over the intercom. Yes. The, the, the warden... Uh, would just let him chat on the uh, on the intercom mm-hmm. in the afternoons, which I mean, hey, listen, nobody wants to be there. You all got to do your time, right? Make the most of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Why not? And he did. Oh yeah. Um the the one story they talk about is uh, he got this guy to climb up the water tower <laughs> and not come down for anything. The plan was you don't come down for anything. Until I come out there and tell you to get down. Right. He had a plan uh, <laughs> to get his own butt out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this guy was up there for about three hours. They finally get Petey out there. 
and Petey talks to him for about 10, 15 minutes, and then the guy comes down without incident. Next day, he was paroled, and he talks about, they're like, yeah, it only took him 15 minutes to get him down. He's like, but what they didn't know it was the six months it took me to get him to go up there, <laughs> and I just love that. And and oh, I feel like that so is probably like a, a very true representation of who he was, how he lived his life. Yes. And that kind of wraps him in this little nutshell right oh, there. Oh, yeah. That's like a perfect PD story. Definitely. Now, besides all the stuff, all the great stuff that we're going to talk about that, that Petey did, he did have a drinking problem. Yeah, big and time. And it was a bad one. Um, he would go on two, three, four day long benders. And he he had he had an amazing support group of people who were like, Petey, we love you, and we know you're gonna do this. So when you do it, you just call me, yeah, and I will come get you, and you will, I will take care of you. Yeah, yeah. Which I mean, I know those are technically enablers, but it still warmed my cold dead heart well, right. a little bit that you know somebody would go out of their way to help somebody with a problem. Definitely, and and Petey even talks about he never had a problem drinking. The problem was stopping. Right. Well, and, <laughs> and, and, and he talks about just, he loved the way that liquor tastes. Just, yes. They, they were like, he'd get that feeling mm-hmm. in, in his mouth and he'd like, I, I have to drink. I have to, I need a drink. I have to drink right now. Yep. Um, he, I mean, definitely was the, the voice of a lot of unrepresented people, I think. Well, uh, on he, TV and in radio. Well, and especially in his early radio days, because he he was. I mean, the radio station was out of DC, and yeah. it was it was for the poorer, the the less wealthy neighborhoods mm-hmm. of DC. I think Foggy Bottom was the neighborhood that he grew up in. I think I, I think I wrote that name down right. Um, Foggy but, Bottom sounds like um, off. Uh, What's that movie? Oh, uh, it's the Soggy Bottom Boys with uh, yeah. uh, Oh Brother Where Art <laughs> yeah, Thou. Yeah. All right, quick yeah. sidebar. I know we're talking about Petey Green. Yeah. That is a damn good soundtrack. It is. If you at all like bluegrass music, go get into Oh Brother Where Art Thou because yeah. fantastic. Get in it. So no, so Petey had a show rapping with Petey Green, and uh, I mean it really, it really took off in the Washington D.C. area. It, it people talked in the documentary about how. Like, it, it's not that a black man had never been on the radio before, but a black man who sounded like he was just from the community. Right. And talking to the community, had they'd never had that before. Right. And what he was saying. Yes. And that's the, that's the biggest thing. I mean, he was really pushing the envelope as far as what was being said out on TV, on radio, stuff like that. Um he, I mean, he'd get right down to the core and he, you know, he kind of always made it his goal. Like, you better come to my show strong and ready. Oh, yeah. Because I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. I'm not going to cut you any slack. I'm going to get you to the point where you're in tears. Yeah. Because I want the truth. The truth needs to be put out there. Yeah. And it, it, that either made you love him or hate him, but that was his, that was his truth and he was going to let y'all know. It's the final truth. <laughs> it's the final truth. <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. Quick crossover. No, okay, so, I mean, this is all leading up to April 4th, 1968. Uh, in a lot of the documentaries we've been watching lately, that that day when Martin Luther King Jr. was assassinated, um, that was their turning point. Mm-hmm. And that, and, and they, used, they used the audio from... Um, uh, Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. Speaking in Indianapolis, by the way. Uh, to uh, he 
Bobby Kennedy's speech or, or his his yeah his speech to that crowd in Indianapolis is is credited with Indianapolis not having a riot that night. Yeah. Uh, DC was not so lucky. Um, right. I mean, hey, you're angry. You got to get that anger out. I get it. Um, but PD was asked to go onto the radio, and he was able to calm the community back down. Yeah. I mean, that truly speaks to how beloved he was um, for people to be full on rioting. Yeah. And he's like, hey, guys, no, stop. I know you're mad. I know yeah. you're hurting. Like, We can we can do this differently, though. Yeah. yeah. A, a, to... To make your voice stop people from rioting, yeah, is something. I, I wish I wish they would have had the audio from that. No, I would have loved to have heard what he said. Yeah. The, the unfortunate thing is, like half of PD's work is either no longer usable, uh, like it's just it just didn't hold up over time, or it's lost, or like yeah, or just, somehow it got destroyed. Yeah, that happens. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah, oh, and another quick sidebar about MLK, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we are, we're both union girls, we, you know, repped yep. at UAW, you know, uh, couldn't help but notice that Walter Bruther is literally next to MLK in every video I've seen. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. they were like this. Yeah. Well, and, and especially because at that time he was in, in, um, uh, was it, is, it was, oh, he was in Tennessee for the garbage strike. Yeah. Which I just listened to a podcast about that. It was fantastic. Ooh, yeah. Fun. So, but the, the sanitation workers at that time were trying to get into the AFL-CIO. Yes. Which Walter Ruther was a part of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, not to take away from Pete Green, but I mean, Ruther, he... <laughs> did a lot. Did a lot. Did a lot. For... Your average working person. I kind of wish that propaganda documentary that we always have to watch in orientation yeah. was on Netflix so we could do it here. Uh, it is. Is it? One of them is. Yeah. All right. We're, yeah. Oh, well, bro- yeah. We'll do brothers some on the line. I'll just go ahead and say brothers on the line. Okay. I believe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to do that one because that's, it is, it's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways. So, Petey. Back to Petey. All right. So we talked to him out the riot. Um, eventually, uh, gets into, uh, Public access television. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the Polka King, but not as scammy. <laughs> <laughs> not scammy at all. Yeah. <laughs> He's the real deal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Petey Green's Washington, um, local local public access TV show. Uh, he would just use it as a means to talk about what's going on in the community, uh, news stories, uh, interviews, profiles, um, Howard Stern in blackface. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he got to the point where he's getting, you know, uh, people working within the government coming on his show talking about, you know, like housing um, and why, you know, why there's all these boarded up houses and yet why aren't you fixing them up or tearing them down or something to something. get people into a house, yeah you know, and, and uh, every subject, no subject was off limits. Um, he had a wonderful... Uh, feminist movement woman on there that you know she was basically like oh by the end of this you know you're gonna be you're very gonna be supportive yeah. yeah which and he was honestly like, he kind of was yeah he got there yeah like she you know she was you know he was explaining the story if i see my kids out and they don't barely have any clothes on and it's cold out i'm gonna reach across the table and beat the crap out of my wife right and she was like well you shouldn't do that. And he's like, but I care about my kids. And she goes, right. 
you can care about your kids without, without beating, beating your, your wife. wife. And he was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that is oh, a good yeah, point. <laughs> I, could, I suppose I could do that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, and, like, PD was, was always ranting about money. Yeah. How you had to be smart with money. Yes. And, it, I mean, it, it is. Like, if, if, you know, I know I never took a check balancing class in high school. I, mm-hmm. I kind of wish I would have. Right. Uh, you know? Like, that's kind of an important thing to know how to do. Well, just how to take care of your money, period, should be taught in school. If we're teaching yeah. life skills in school, yeah, that should be we should do that. pretty high on the list. Which, and Petey talked about education, too. Like, he, yes. uh, he interviewed two kids. And we're, I don't mm-hmm. know whose kids they were, but he interviewed two kids, and one of them was like, well, I'm either going to be uh, an athlete or a lawyer. And Petey was like, well, you do know you could be both, right? Like, you could right. do one and then do the other. Like, right. Like, that's okay. You could do both. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, just the, I mean, the huge, wide range of subjects that he would talk about, um, you know, he was really trying to you know, just, I mean, keep it real. I mean, not to be cliche in my phrasing, but no, no, you know, he's like, people do drugs cause drugs are, drugs, drugs are, drugs are good. good to drugs do. Are fun. <laughs> like yeah. it's fun. He's like, not saying that that's a good thing, but that's why they do it. Yeah. You know, he didn't like sugarcoat anything. And uh, that watermelon rant at the very beginning I of the loved doc, the I didn't know if I was allowed to laugh at it or not. So I'm like, I'm just gonna We'll see where this goes. Right. We'll sit right. respectfully off to the side. Yes. Yes, Mr. Green. Yes. Like I said, when we were starting February and Emily was like, Black History Month. And I'm yeah. like, what could go wrong? No, they're fine. With two white girls discussing black issues. Hey, black history is American history. It and is. we should all talk about it. It is. Yeah. Uh, I feel and like we've I've done, really enjoyed it. I feel like we've done it. I've learned a shit ton. Yes. This month, which I'm really excited for. Yeah. Um, I'm also very excited to start doing cults next. Cults. <laughs> I do. I do feel like, and we'll get more to this at the end. But I do feel like March needs to be our cults month. Yes. Okay. Anywho. Yeah. So okay. So but yeah. So like, PD did the local access for a while. I believe it was '83 or so when yep. he stopped the public access one. Because and the reason he stopped it is because he went national. He mm-hmm. he got he was one of the very one of the very early shows onto BET. Yeah. And he did almost the same thing that he was doing in D.C., but just on a national level. He yeah. highlighted national issues in, in poor communities, in African-American communities, and continued always to use his voice as a way for others who don't necessarily have a voice as, as a voice for them. Yes. Um, now, that said, uh, he definitely made some interesting choices in his life. Um, he had, uh, he had a guy that uh, had kind of given him his first break onto radio. Yeah. That guy got him a slot on Carson. Yeah. And Petey blew it off. He didn't want to. It, like, it blew the guy's mind because he's like, well, how can you say no to Johnny Carson? How can you say no to The Tonight Show? This right. is a storied event. This is, this is historical. You could have such an impact here. And, and Petey just didn't want that. Yeah, I, I think I think it kind of seemed like maybe a combination of maybe he wasn't really ready. He was still focused on D.C. And, you know, maybe it also had to do with Johnny Carson himself. Like, yeah. the, the, the white privilege, the he didn't want to go that way. 
because he did end up going national. He went on BET. Yeah, he did it his own way. You know, and maybe by that time he was ready and it was the right fit for him. Maybe he just felt like yeah. that wasn't the right way he wanted to do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, you well, know? and, you know, I mean, I know most stand ups would have been jumping at the oh, opportunity. Yeah. yeah. But again, I can respect his decision. His decision. Yeah. Hey, hey, whiskey. Hey, hey, whiskey. hey, whiskey tea. Um, I can respect his decision to to not want to take right. that traditional path. Like, what part of Petey's history has been traditional up until then? Nothing. Nothing. He did it all. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Yeah. Um, I like. I would have loved to have met this man. <gasps> yes. I think it would have been a intelligent be hilarious hilarious, yeah and just really just really awesome you know because i i do know gentlemen that remind me of him to a certain level and they're some of my favorite people like i love having those conversations right you know um but you know he started Losing weight. They started yeah. noticing. Yeah, somebody was like, well, because they, they talk about how much of a snazzy dresser he yes. was. Which uh, uh, it must have just been a thing for guys in the 70s to dress well, yeah. I guess. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty much, like, guys took pride in their appearance until, like... 90s? Th- yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then it was, like, grunge and forget it all. Well, because, I mean... <laughs> I mean, we can all quote Clueless about how, you know, Cher's talking about boys of her generation just, like, have no effort. And it's like they just roll out of bed in the morning. Yeah. yeah, I get it. And that's not to say that guys don't put in effort. I don't want any guys getting their boxers in a bunch. I think they wear boxer briefs now. Whatever you're wearing. (laughs) Them them banana hammocks. Whatever you're rocking. Don't bunch it up because, you know, yeah. some of you care. But. Anywho. <laughs> so, yeah, no, but, yeah, th- this was around 83. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he just he just kind of wasted away. He just got sick and he, he was able to plan his own funeral. Right? That's, I mean, that's kind of cool. I totally am planning my own funeral. Are you really? Yes. Okay. And it's going to be very a very un-funeral, if okay. you will. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he has, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, I think he, I, I wish more people knew about him. I do and too. And hopefully with our tiny little podcast in the closet. Well, you know, if our, if each one of our listeners tells a friend and they yeah. tell a friend and they tell a friend. Yeah. Boom. Everyone I, everybody in the knew, universe will know. Everybody knows about Petey. <laughs> As they should. As they should. As they should. Watch this documentary because uh, I, I texted Emily earlier and I said, I didn't really take too many notes because Same. it wasn't really a note taking kind of documentary. It was a conversation because there is so much information of like just listening to him, little clips here, little clips there. It was just so much to take in and it was just really enjoyable just to watch him and listen to what he was saying. Yeah. And, and, and I, I had a, I had a great time. I did too. Yeah. Good music. Good music. Good fashion. Yes. Uh, Howard Stern and Blackface and Watermelon. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's, it's a good one. This is a super short episode. 
Uh, what should we do? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'll cut some of these out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, yeah. Go watch that. Go, see, no, seriously, go wa- go watch this. You are ordered to watch it. Do it. Um, no, I do know next month I want to do cults. What cults do you guys want to talk about? Yeah. What's, what's your favorite cult? Um, also, hey, let us know what you thought about the docs that we did for February. Because I loved them. Yes. I learned so much. Yes. I want everyone to, to go out and watch them. Mm-hmm. And support them. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, t-shirt, uh, apparel, yeah, I'll, I'll say apparel or swag update. Okay. Um, we are now... In talks uh, with a, a local business. Com- a local company. Yeah. Um, they're going to be working on some mock-ups for us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe some design tweaks with our logo. Um, playing around, having a good time. He's getting prices and all that good stuff going mm-hmm. for us. So um, I'm hoping by this next episode we will have a definite, like, Here's where you go to order it. Yes. This is blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. You know, because we should probably set all that up. I mean, yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Whatevs. Whatevs. Um, yeah. Hit all the socials. Tell us you like us. Yep. Only. Please. I mean, we have just very me. fragile egos. I am very fragile. Okay. Fragile. She's Italian. <laughs> um, but no, I, please, please get out there. Let us know how we're doing. Um, if you have recommendations for us, um, please let us know because, um, hey, we're going to get to a point where we're going to run out of ideas. What? I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> no. no that's we will hilarious. re-talk about the same things. Oh, probably. No, well, given us, we can talk forever. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, although, I will say, you did share that list with me, um, that BuzzFeed list of scary documentaries to watch uh only a third of those are on netflix so we may need to every once in a while make an exception and go watch something on like hulu or or rent it on itunes or something yeah uh unless netflix is listening and they want to step it up um yeah you know please for us pretty please come on we We hashtag you all the time we do anyways yeah all right. Okay. Let's get out of here. All right. I'm going to go put my headphones into this cute little pushing change purse that my daughter got me for Valentine's Day. Aww. Yeah. yeah. She, dra- she dragged her grandma into that store box lunch and just like was picking everything out. She got me this little Ewok pin and a little pushing case. I dragged my, my child loves me. Aww. Oh, you had to drag your husband into that no, store. No, I that did. That store is fantastic. I did. I, I was like, I, I did it very sneaky. Yeah. I was like, oh. Oh look, let's. I think this store is open because we went mm. right when the mall was opening. Mm. I was like, oh, I think this one is open. Like just like kind of leading. Yeah, him yeah, in. yeah. I yeah, was yeah. like, <laughs> I want everything. It is my favorite store. I love it. It is. Yeah. I All mean, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, we love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.